name is Lee Demert. I'm 71, and I grew up in Craig, Alaska. My dad's parents settled in Klawak, Alaska, after a short time living in Sitka and Petersburg. We moved back down to Klawak, Craig area and settled in there for good. My dad had four brothers. He was the eldest, uh, married my mother, Florence, who was from South Dakota, and on her mother's side, she uh, had roots in the Pine Ridge Sioux Reservation. My dad's younger four brothers also settled in the Craig area, and early on, they went into business together. Uh, they bought a machine shop. Not too long after that, they bought a, another building and started a grocery store called Shelter Cove Grocery. And Dad started out, uh, he was trained at Chamawa to be a machinist. And so I guess back then the idea was he was going to own and operate a machine shop. Wound up just being a commercial fisherman. The extended family was close. Dad and his brothers and their wives, our aunts, uh, we all lived in a place called Shelter Cove. With the machine shop came a dock and a gridiron. Some would call it a ways for boat for repairs on the bottom of the boat, the propeller, shaft, rudder, painting the bottom. That was part of the machine shop property. Dad operated that for a while until he went into commercial fishing. His dad, uh, oh. George, okay. our grandfather, built the, the Billy and I in the early 40s, started it. And of course, four of Dad's younger brothers were all off to the war, World War II, in different places. So I don't think that my grandfather, George, had the kind of help that he thought he was going to have, so it took uh, a number of years. I was four and five years old then, but they finished it. I can remember the night that they launched the Billy and I. Everybody was excited. It was a 57-foot purse saner. I believe it was, was launched, so completed in like 1946, and the boat still operates today. How did it get its name? Uh, my older brother, Bill, six years older than me, Bill... Uh, had already charmed the uncles uh, with his good personality and industry. And uh, and so the plan was they were going to name the boat the Billy Boy. When I got wind of it, I thought that I didn't want to be excluded. I was uh, with my older brother a lot, and I guess you could say I idolized him. <laughs> he was a great brother. So I just suggested, uh, why don't you name it the Billy and I? <laughs> <laughs> they... Uh, either felt sorry for me or they liked the ring of it, and so they named it the Billy and I. Bill Jr. was the, was the oldest. My sister, Jessna, four years older than me. And while we were still in Petersburg, we had a younger brother born to us, Irwin, but he died at six months. I think it was pneumonia. He died in my mother's arms in a rocking chair. When I was 12, Mom uh, went back to South Dakota and adopted um, Ted, our youngest brother. He was uh, born to a niece of my mother's, and I guess niece couldn't take care of him, so mom went back and, and we adopted him. I think as far as traditions go, mainly centered around uh, food gathering. Quite often on a Friday night during hunting season, after the movie up at the Craig Public School, we'd often uh, go down and jump on the Billy and I, and we'd go out hunting. We would go out to the family garden site, about three-hour run from Craig on Hecata Island, a place that we called uh, Squaw On. About every March, of course, the herring would come in and spawn. 
that was quite a time as well because the whole town, at least the native population of Craig, they'd set the branches and, and then we'd go out to Fish Egg Island just across from Craig and it was like a big community bonfire and party and uh, boil up the herring eggs and play softball on the beach and that was always uh, a good time. And then in the latter part of May, we always took a trip out to Warren Island. I think that was about a five-hour run. It was out the Spanish islands, more right out on the ocean, actually. And we'd go out there to, to pick seaweed. And we'd spend the weekend there picking the seaweed, spreading it out on the rocks. And if we were fortunate enough to have sunny weather, pretty effective way to dry the seaweed. And then when we came home, they'd grind it up or leave it uh, whole and preserved it by drying. And we'd use it all winter. There were, there were always the, the community dances in the A&B Hall, Alaska Native Brotherhood Sisterhood Hall. Those were the main things that I remember. Is there an event or a special memory in your childhood that you would like to share? I just love to hunt. And I love to shoot uh, 22 and rifles and guns. And the, the trips out to Squaw'an to hunt and the trips out to Warren Island to gather seaweed because during the day sit on the boat and shoot the 22 or just about everything that moved, <laughs> nobody else around. And, and just to be with the family. The uncles and aunts were always a lot of fun. And that was just uh, a really good time with the family. And, I, and as a young youngster, I really enjoyed it. Is there any specific event in your childhood that you think had a real big impact on your life? Well, there were a couple. My dad got sick when I was still in uh, intermediate school, and they had to take him back to the Mayo Hospital in Minnesota. That was frightening. And my brother Bill and Sis were both going off to high school at the time. When Bill and Sis were leaving for school down here in Seattle, a boarding school, I remember men <laughs> mentioning to uh, brother Bill something about the uh, family that's breaking up. And and he said very sternly to me, he said, no, the family is not breaking And so that, that really helped. He was always good that way. I, w I was to live the year with Embert and Edith. Embert was always uh, a great uncle to me, very good counselor, very kind, interesting, and uh, it was a good place to spend the winter. And let's see, well, I guess the other time was more personal. Uh, after my freshman year in high school, went back home to fish, and I contracted uh, strep throat. Thought I was well. We started out and went out on the boat, and I could tell after the first day or two that I was still sick. Started to get a real red urine, which I didn't know at the time, but uh, there was blood in the urine. I had infected kidneys. We came south after the fishing season, and the doctor down here in Seattle said he really needs to stay down here. I, need, I had to stay in Seattle. Couldn't get out of bed except to go to the rest of the bathroom. Mom and Dad had to move down, rent a house. It impacted me because I was athletic early on at the boarding school, but then after that sickness then, but as a sophomore, he said no sports. Uh, he said don't even run down the block. So there oh, was two years without any exercise in my growing years. Finally, then my junior year, he let me play basketball. I, and I can remember back how tired I would get after just being in on the mm -hmm. court for a little while. And then finally, my senior year, then I was allowed to play football as well as basketball. But it set me back. What values did your parents teach you? The first thing that comes to mind is, uh, is hard work. <laughs> <laughs> 
having the dad and the uncles and the extended family working on boats and the machine shop and hanging around with them and the early years being a gopher, go get me this, go get me that by the uncles. If you walk, you kind of got <laughs> reprimanded for that. They wanted you to run. And they were all hardworking and ambitious. I started my first full-time job on a boat when I was 11. It was an inside boat, not out, meaning not out in the ocean. And then so one year breaking in with Uncle Embert on the Justin Deanna, which is another boat that Grandpa George built before the Billy and I. And then as at the age of 12, then joined my dad on the Billy and I out in the ocean uh, six days out of the week, expected to just fulfill my duties as a full crewman. The other value other than the usual of being dependable and honest and was that of education with three uncles that went through college back then and and the mom and the dad both uh, being trained in a vocational school and uh, education was a way that our family believed that we could um, quote get ahead and do more and really they the dad and the uncles both talked pretty strongly about finishing high school going on to college it wasn't if you do, it was like when you do. It was kind of a natural order of things in our family. They really um, talked about other ways to make a living than seasonal fishing. I think seeing three of the uncles who were teachers and also ran boats in the summer, that was an example that I think impacted us. Not just all the kids in our immediate family, like my brother Bill and sis, but Arts and Larry's and Dave's, uh, Embert's, all of their kids went on to, on to higher education. Mm-hmm. So it impacted all of us. You guys were sent down here to go to boarding school. Um, at that time, still, most of the kids that wanted to go on past the eighth grade and, and not go into logging or the fishing had to go out to boarding school. Uh, some went as far as Lawrence, Kansas, to mm-hmm. uh, Indian vocational. And I look back, and they never did tell me why they sent Bill and Sis and myself to King's Garden here in in, uh, Seattle. It was a non-denominational Christian boarding school. Mm -hmm. Maybe they wanted something different than the Bureau of Indian Affairs boarding school. Mm -hmm. Maybe they wanted us to be in a Christian environment. Our parents didn't go to church every Sunday. We always were sent to vacation Bible school. Church was important to them. They believed in God. Most often they didn't attend. And we understood early on that church was a good thing. And then the winter that I lived with Embert and Edith, uh, Embert and Edith were weekly churchgoers. Mm -hmm. And I remember Embert asked me if I wanted to be in the choir. Was there any particular person who had a real impact on your Christian faith? My eighth grade year, um, I knew I was going to a Christian boarding school. I believed that Bill and and my sister Justina were, were Christians. And so I can remember in my bedroom, knowing that I'd be going down off to school at the age of 14. I wanted to be a Christian as well. <laughs> and I, the influence would have come from Bill and Sis. I sat in my room and asked Jesus into my heart. This interview was recorded on July 7, 2011. The background music was downloaded from ccmixer.org. The song is called Anna's Guitar Open Window by Gerdornach.